So let's talk about real quick the, the scope of the Norwegian Bliss. They had to make some uh, alterations to the terminal in Seattle. Yep, we've been uh, running ships out of Seattle for a while now, and now we're bringing a much bigger ship in, and it's been a great partnership with the city of Seattle. And we've jointly invested to uh, enlarge the terminal to make it big enough to make it a great experience for guests embarking on Norwegian Bliss. How big is the Bliss? The Bliss carries 4,000 passengers and uh, she'll, um, she'll be the largest ship we've ever taken to Alaska, the first time we've taken a brand new ship to uh, Alaska. And to have that ship in downtown Seattle is going to be quite an experience. What is its first uh, public maiden voyage? The maiden voyage sails um, out of Southampton to New York. Uh, so it's a transatlantic, and then we'll showcase the ship in New York and Miami, and then we'll do a Panama Canal sailing from Miami to LA. Uh, we'll do some. We'll showcase the ship on the West Coast. Then we'll christen the ship in the beautiful city of Seattle on the 30th of May, and then the maiden cruise to Alaska is on the 2nd of June. So talk about. I mean, it seems like the cruise industry is so competitive, with with so many amenities, and they expect so many entertainment options, and it really seems like you you rose to the occasion with the laser tag, with the go karts, with the with the Broadway entertainment. Yeah, we work really hard to deliver the best entertainment, the best dining experiences, and the best activities. And I sort of start on the top deck. The racetrack's going to be fantastic. Imagine being 18 decks up, driving a car at 30 miles an hour. It's going to be an interesting experience, let me tell you. Very exciting. Now, they're electric cars, so what did you have to do? Uh, well, we, we, uh, we put some speakers in um, to make them sound like they have a combustion engine to give the driver the excitement of accelerating and uh, the roar of the engine in their ear. So we think that's going to uh, add a little bit of um, excitement to the experience. What about dining options? Dining options, we have well over 20 dining options, and we have some Norwegian favorites. We have a wonderful steakhouse called Cagnes. We have a French restaurant, an Italian restaurant, a teppanyaki experience. So lots of favorites that our Norwegian guests love, and we've added some new ones. We have a smokehouse, a, a Texas barbecue called Q. We have a Mexican restaurant, which is new for uh, a new concept for us. We have a chocolate experience called Coco's. Uh, who doesn't love chocolate? Um, and so a really wide range of dining choices that you would expect to find in a city like Seattle. The barbecue restaurant is high-end, however. Yes, it is. You don't expect peanuts and sawdust on the floor. It's going to be a really nice experience and uh, something different for a cruise ship. We haven't uh, seen uh, barbecue restaurants on ships before, and it's a trend in dining that's really on the up at the moment. Now, NCL is known, known for its freestyle cruising. Does that trend continue here on the Bliss? Yes, we're trying to continue to have freedom and flexibility at the core of the experience so our guests can really design the experience that's right for them, uh, whether that's when they eat, whom they eat with, the kind of uh, dining um, uh, experience they have, entertainment they choose. We have Broadway productions. We have other uh, musicals. We have a Beatles experience in the Cavern Club, the club that the Beatles made famous in Liverpool. Uh, comedy, you name it, different. So we don't feel anyone should be in this homogenous experience where all, all everyone moves around in the same way. People are different, and some people like small, intimate dining experiences. Other people like an activity-filled dining experience like Teppanyaki, where there's entertainment and dining going on at the same time. And we really want guests to be able to navigate our, our uh, vacation um, on their own terms, in their own way. Talk about the Cavern Club. How does it capture that Beatles-Liverpool experience? You know, we've really designed it after the Cavern Club, and then we have uh, a fantastic uh, Beatles band, um, a tribute band in there that really close your eyes and you're back in Liverpool in those early days when, uh, when the Beatles were becoming famous. It also has a laser tag experience. Laser tag is, we think, it's going to be really popular. Families, couples, uh, it's on top of the ship again. 
going to go all day. It's going to go well into the evening, so you can do laser tag at night. Uh, we think that's going to be a really fun uh, family experience. Now, that slide looks pretty intense, the one that goes out over the ocean. Yeah, it's a drop slide. So you stand there, and all of a sudden, the floor drops out from under you. You, you, um, you go up, drop at a very high speed, and then you go out over the edge of the ship. And as you leave the edge of the ship, the tube becomes clear. So it really feels like you're flying off the edge of the ship. But we do bring people back in. Now, many cruise lines uh, in the industry, some will specifically seem to market their commercials and things specifically to families, mm -hmm. others to you know, different different markets. Who does the NCL Bliss uh, target at? Who do you think would really enjoy the experience? You know, it's a very broad audience. Uh, we definitely will attract families. There, there's a lot for families to do on the ship. But also we have the Haven on top of the ship, which is very much an experience for affluent travelers. It's a private uh, key card experience with a private restaurant, private pool, private sunbathing, private bar, lounge, you name it. It's a, it's a small ship for a very affluent traveler, but they can duck in and out of the big ship experience. So affluent travelers will have a wonderful experience on this ship too. So it's really a very broad audience. I've only been on one NCL cruise, but my favorite part was the uh, spa and the thermal suite with all of the pools and the, the showers and the saunas and things. Is that experience continued on the Bliss? Yes, we have a beautiful uh, spa on the ship, a wonderful uh, thermal suite uh, with all the things you've described, a um, you know hot tubs and a salt room and uh, you, you name, everything you'd expect in a spa is, uh, is in our spa, plus uh, wonderful treatments. Uh, from hot stone massages to uh, to every kind of massage you can think of. Now you need to do me one favor. Can you charge more for that? Because there were too many people last time. It's too affordable. I will, I will do my best <laughs> to have a more exclusive experience for you, sir. Yeah, yeah, there were too many people in my thermal suite. It was really, it was, it's too affordable. It's consider making me it, mad. Consider it done. Thank you, thank you. Uh, anything for the people of Seattle? Mm, you know, we're really excited to be bringing our biggest, newest ship to Seattle. The, the city of Seattle has been a fantastic partner to us, and it's a great way uh, for us to bring people into Seattle to start their cruise to Alaska. So thank you to the people of Seattle. As you christen it in uh, Seattle, uh, any thoughts on the godfather, godmother, the uh, the overall parent of the show? Uh, a lot of thoughts, but I can't tell you anything. I'd have to kill you. So. I understand. <laughs> anything else? No, I think we pretty much cover it, but uh, thank you very much.